Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Well, I always say to him, did you ever stop to think about you've already believed for the biggest miracle there is? You can't believe for anything bigger than a new birth. Think about that. In the new birth, you are recreated, born again, become a new creature in Christ Jesus. And it was your faith. It was your faith that received that. It was your faith that created that. Amen. That's the biggest thing you could ever believe for. The Bible talked about Jesus himself said, this is another one of his sayings. He said, what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world, lose his own soul? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan and his series on Incline Thine Ear. Jesus is saying, it's not so much a matter of what I can do as it is what you can believe. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Now, you understand, of course, that that man wasn't a believer. He wasn't a Christian. We are believers, so we know we can believe because we're believers. But we can learn something here. I said we can learn something here by inclining our ears to his sayings. You see, that man never been born again because Jesus hadn't died yet for his sins. See, the scripture said that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raises from the dead, you'll be saved. That man hadn't had that experience because Jesus hadn't been raised from the dead. He couldn't believe Jesus had been raised from the dead. He hadn't been raised. Amen? Amen. But thank God we do. We are believers, see? So he said, the man straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. How can you have belief and unbelief? Well, nearly all the time you believe in your heart, but your head tells you something else, don't it? I said, doesn't it? Or your physical senses tell you something else? Amen. Amen. That's what he meant. Hallelujah. Well, the scripture said, and Jesus saw the people come running together. He rebuked the foul spirit, sent him thy dumb and deaf spirit. So we know now that he's dumb and deaf, as well as the seizures. I charge thee, come out of him, enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. Now, the thought I wanted to get to you is though this saying, Incline the ear to my sayings. Well, this is one of them. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. Glory to God, to him that believeth. Well, yeah, that's my problem though, Brother Egan. I don't have any faith. I have people for the last 50 years say that to me. I immediately say to them, well, why don't you come to the altar and get saved then? Oh, I am saved. But if you are saved, you have faith in Because Ephesians 2, 8 said, by grace are you saved through faith. That not of yourself, it's a gift of God. So then you are a believer. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. Then I can believe. Not a matter of I'm trying to believe. Well, I'm trying to believe. No, I, I, I am a believer. That's who I am. Would somebody ask you, you know, you know somebody asked you, said, uh, are you a man or a woman? Well, you'd feel insulted if you're a man. Said, "Why, well, I'm a man. Of course I am." <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, when the Bible tells me something, I, I just know it's so. Don't you? 
See, we need a reverence for God's Word that I don't think most folks, Christians, don't have as they should have. Reverence God's Word even as you would reverence Him, the person of God. Amen? He's magnified, the psalmist said, He's magnified His Word above His name. Amen? Reverence His Word. When, when, when God's Word tells me something, I, I believe that. That's God speaking to me. And when He tells me that I am a believer, I know I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then, all things are possible to Him that believeth. How many things? All, all things. All things. All things. And in this case, because we're talking about healing, then incline the ear to God's sayings. Yeah, but my problem is, well, see, first you'll say, well, I don't have any faith. And then you say, well, why don't you get saved then? Oh, I've been saved for years. Well, how'd you get saved without faith then? All the rest of us had to have faith. Because the Bible said in Ephesians 2, 8, by grace are you saved through faith. Well, yeah, yeah, well, I am a believer, all right. I, I do have faith, but, but don't I have enough? I know that's what I've had to do. You know, don't have enough. Now, if I had enough faith, I know I could be healed of this. Well, I always say to him, did you ever stop thinking about it? You've already believed for the biggest miracle there is. You can't believe for anything bigger than the new birth. Think about that. In the new birth, you are recreated, born again, become a new creature in Christ Jesus. And it was your faith. It was your faith that received that. It was your faith that created that. Amen. That's the biggest thing you could ever believe for. The Bible talked about Jesus himself said, this is another one of his sayings. He said, what shall it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? See, it's more important that folks be saved than anything. That, that's the important thing. That's, that's first and foremost. Well, you've already believed for the biggest miracle you could ever have. I mean, if you're totally paralyzed and got healed, it wouldn't be near as big a miracle as when you was born again, become a new creature. Because, you see, you became a brand new creature, a brand new man, the inward man on the inside. Still got the same body. We'll have a new body one day. But a brand new man. You got healed of paralysis. You didn't get a new body, just the same old body you had. Just got healed. Not near as big a miracle. You've already believed for the biggest miracle there is. Minister friend of ours, my wife and I, older minister, going to be with the Lord now. But I don't know, she's somewhere around, what, 72 or 3 years of age at the time. And she and her husband, you know, driving along. Somebody, the other person's fault, they pulled out of a side street right in front of them. It stop sign, but they didn't stop. And they're on a main thoroughfare, and they just uh, ran right into this person. Well, her husband's driving, like she said, I tried to put the brakes on, and there's no brakes over there on the right-hand side in our American cars. And, and you see that sudden impact drove one of her limbs back up in the pelvic about two or three inches. And so at her age, the doctor said, well, you know, at your age, 70 and early 70s, uh, you know, you just have to live with that. I mean, nothing be done the rest of your life. You know, you just have to go along there with a limp and with one leg short and the other. And so she said, I don't know why. Here she was, an ordained minister of the gospel. Been in the ministry for 40 or 40 some odd years. <laughs> Seen people heal, laid hands on them. Husband laid hands on people. Marvelous ministry of healing. 
But some way or another, she got it in her mind. And you know, that's what whips us a lot of times. We don't bring every thought into subjection Amen. to Christ. Right. Don't care how good people we are, how wonderful we are. And I, some way or another, I got it in my mind it would take a lot of faith to get that to grow back out, that leg, you know, to pull back out there. Now, if it had been a younger person, they would have probably put them, you know, some weights on them, you know, and put them in bed and they'd eventually a little bit maybe pull that back out some way or another, something, you know, whatever they do. But at her age, they said, well, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you just, that's it. Well, she was in a meeting where a minister and evangelist was preaching. And he's, after he'd preached and folks gone to the prayer room, he's laying hands on people. Suddenly stopped right in the middle of the prayer line, healing line. And he said, there's a woman preacher here. It's got one leg shorter than the other one. And she's thought it'd take a lot of faith to get that leg straightened out. I mean, lengthen out. But he said, do you ever stop to think about it? You already believe for the biggest miracle there is, a new birth? If you come up here, I'll pray for you and you'll be instantly healed. Well, she said, I waited, you know, I... Finally, uh, nobody responded to it. So she said, finally, back to the crowd, I lifted my hand and said, well, I am a woman minister, all right, and uh, I do have one leg shorter than the other, and I did say <laughs> that if I had enough faith, <laughs> see, some people are hard to convince, bless their hearts. I mean, it fits them to a T. I did say if I had enough faith, I know that could, uh, you know, I know it's possible, but I didn't know whether I was the one or not. And so the evangelist said, well, we'll find out. Is there another lady minister even in the, in, in the service? And especially a lady minister with one leg short of the other. If there is, lift your hand. Nobody lifted hand. He said, well, you must be it. She said, well, I guess I am. That's where I believe, help my unbelief. So she marched down to the front. Because see, my wife and I saw her before, and we saw her after it. She marched down to the front and was instantly healed. And she said, the thing I saw was this. That he's right. Here I've been saying, if I had enough faith, and I've already believed for the biggest miracle there is, why, dear Lord, the Lord recreated me, made me a new creature, a brand new man, brand new woman. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why, that little old thing, my, 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 don't mount anything. <laughs> Instantly, see? See, that's the thing, wrong thinking. Just, just, just human reasoning defeats us. I tell a lot of times about the lady, you know, in one of the western states that came to my meeting, and I really didn't realize she was that old, didn't look that old, but she told me she was 72, and she stopped me on the way out from a morning service and wanted me to pray for her, and I said, what for? Well, she said, Brother Egan, I have high blood pressure, and uh, uh, high blood pressure a lot of times will affect your heart or affect your kidneys, and, and it affected her heart, and the doctor just despaired of her living. And so she said, uh, you know, I, I just wanted you to pray that I'd have faith to be healed of this high blood pressure and this heart failure, heart condition. Well, to get her attention, I just said very flatly, I'm not going to do it. She said, you're not. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not. She said, you're really not. I said, no, ma'am, I'm really not. And she said, well, I saw she didn't know what to do. So I said, Aren't you a believer? Oh, yes, yes, she said. I'm a believer. Well, I said, who ever heard tell of a believer that didn't believe? <laughs> and I, I didn't realize then, but I found out later, too. I said, just suppose that you had a son, a grandson, which he did way in college, university. And you would write him every so often. Every time you wrote him a letter, you always put a P.S. on that and said, don't forget to breathe. Be sure and keep on breathing. 
Well, I said, if he's not breathing, it ain't going to do no good to tell him to. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's beyond help. No, you never think about telling him to breathe because he is alive. He's breathing. See, you are alive under God. You're a believer. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's single CD called El Shaddai, a Rhema classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's mini book, Where Do We Go From Here? And finally, the Faith Study Course, a 192-page book, perfect for Bible studies, small groups, or Sunday school classes. All three resources are for the special price of $19.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And I want to thank all of you that have partnered with us. Somebody said, well, what's a partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us. Yes. And then somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help that's us right. continue to support Rama yes. all over the world. We have 250 Bible schools in 50 nations. Yes. In fact, the latter part of May, we were just went to Samoa and Australia. That's what our partner club member does. If you want to become one, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. Thank all of you that are partners, you that are going to join to be partners with us because you're helping us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his life-changing series. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.